0: Again, after another set of some great stuff, uh, I was really enjoying listening to this myself. This, uh, last set had some of my, I was saying, I um, came up on some new, uh, some new favorites, you know, current favorites, you know, this week. Um, a couple of them in this set. This whole this whole set's actually been kind of peppered with them, but that's some great stuff. Uh, started that off with uh, Monolith by T Rex. One of my new, uh, keeping an eye on this, gonna search more of this out. Uh, Kevin Ayers with Stranger in Blue Suede Shoes. Definitely some good stuff. But I think, for me, the, I think the, the standout thing that I found this week that I've been rocking out to, I was, I was working on some, I was working on my easel with some of this on the background today. Um, a band out of Detroit called Black, Black Murder. M-E-R-D-A. Murder. And it's got an exclamation point. Black Murder. <laughs> and that's uh, the song, the folks from Mother's Mixer, from the album... The folks from Mother's Mixer, that was a. There's some really, really good stuff there, and I'm glad I found that. Follow that up with uh, Tom Waits's uh, recipe for cooking a cooking a hog. <laughs> flash cooking a hog, <laughs> Filipino box spring hog. Um, is that mesquite? Like no, it's it's it was a fiberglass mattress. Yeah, Sealy. <laughs> And then we finish it off with uh, Tim Buckley. I don't know much about Tim Buckley, but he gets the fuck down. Yeah, right. And He's putting it all out there, and, and like the, the song is "Get on top of me, woman, get on top." Like he okay. likes it. he likes letting the women drive. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, ahead of his time. Yeah, that was another fun set. Um, I'm about to finish it off. It goes by so darn quick. Yeah, right. Um, starting this next set off with Dennis Wilson, and you're sitting there going, "Dennis Wilson, who the fuck is that?" Well, exactly it was the middle child between uh carl and brian wilson of the beach boys the drummer for the beach boys looking like jesus on the so <laughs> Yeah, really. it, which was the style at the time <laughs> right, <for> sure. um, <laughs> he could be he could pass for an almond brother or a depiction of christ uh, depending on you know the angle you look at it um yeah this is a uh, dennis wilson uh, the turns out the drummer can be a singer songwriter too and yeah, there's some good ones off this. I listened to a couple of yeah, I, I cherry picked it. It was, it was I like I like this song. I'll say that about I'll say that about Dennis Wilson. <laughs> right. um, uh, a song called "Dreamer" is uh, started off. He's, uh, he's, he's the he's the he's the Jan Brady. <laughs> totally uh, yeah. uh, oh, <laughs> Brian Brian Brian. Brian! <laughs>
1: me
2: Comes up, They say that if the place blows up, they will be the first to tell. Cause the boys they got downtown are working hard and doing swell. And if anybody gets the news before it hits the street, they say that no one blabs it faster, their coverage can be beat. And if another woman driver gets machine guns from a seat, they'll send some joker with a brownie and you'll see it all complete. So I'm watching and I'm waiting, hoping for the best even think i go to prayin' every time i hear them saying that there's no way to delay that trouble coming every day no way to delay that trouble
1: coming every day
2: hey you know something people i'm not black but there's a whole lot of times i wish i could say
3: i'm not white
2: I'll see the fires burning and the local people turning off. The merchants and the shops who used to sell their brooms and mops and every other household item, watch a mob just turn and bite them, and they say it served them right, because a few of them were white, and it's the same across the nation, black and white discrimination, the other and you can't understand me, and all that other jazz they hand me, in the papers and TV, and all that mass stupidity that seems to grow more every day, Each time you hear something we'd say, he wants to go and do your in, Cause the color of your skin just don't appeal to him No matter if it's black or white Because he's out for blood tonight To sit around at home and watch this thing begin but I'll bet there won't be many left to see it really end cause the fire in the street ain't like the fire in the heart and in the eyes of all these people don't you know that this could start on any street in any town in any state if any clown besides that now's the time to fight for some ideally thinks is right and if a million more agree there ain't no great society as it applies to you and me a country isn't free and the law refused to see if all that you can ever be is just a lousy janitor unless your uncle owns the store you know that five and every four just won't amount to nothing more they will watch the rats go across the floor and make up songs about being poor blow your harmonica song
0: time flies yeah, so fast, yeah, all right so that was dennis wilson with dreamer rest comfortably by quiet world uh, <laughs> mothers of invention with trouble every day and we're finishing out here with 13 four elevators you're gonna miss me and we will see you next Tuesday. yes we will
4: It's pronounced mutiny. 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 It's it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny. Oh, uh, my turnoffs sir. Guys who say mutiny. Mutiny. Let's watch a
2: full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman.
5: Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman.
3: Oh, Mike Spiegelman, Hey, Mike Spiegelman, Mike Spiegelman, Mike Spiegelman,
1: Mike Spiegelman!
6: Hello, 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 welcome hello. to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, <laughs> let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hello, Carl.
4: Hello, Carl. Hello, Carl Clark. You bring me up quick nowadays. Usually you go through a whole thing and then, but you say, and Carl, and I am in.
6: Well, because I want to introduce the acronym, which you can find us by, if you search for podcasts or YouTube, we're L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And I also want to say we're streaming right now. As we always do, we stream first on mutinyradio.fm out of the Mission District in San Francisco every (laughs) Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I give you three ways to check us out on YouTube, on a podcast feed, where you go stream it first on mutinyradio.fm. And of course, donate some money to the station. There's a donate button where you could just go to Venmo at Mutiny Radio, send them some bucks, check out Scotto's show before us, Flat Plastic Sound. Carl, our show what? is Let's uh, Watch a full length Movie round on sound. YouTube.
4: Wait, it's, it's something round, found round sound.
6: What did I just say?
4: uh the flat plastic the other show he does
6: he the other show he does he does no, two it's, shows
4: It's because th- it, this is vinyl right that's mm-hmm. round it makes right. sound and you like go to some like a uh, flea market or quaint old shop and it's found he buys you the know, lady. If,
6: if if you are a fan of our podcast or you listen to our podcast you may notice it segues out of some cool music
4: yeah yeah that's that him. was
6: found on a round made what was the last word
4: that made sound sound?
6: that makes sound yeah all right okay well that's enough about the station carl what is the
4: movie this week oh this week we will watch devil in a blue dress 1980
7: 1995
4: devil in a blue dress 1995 that's what you put in the youtube search engine that's that's one of the best movies in the world yeah Why? why is it free on youtube one of the reasons what? I found out is the audio drops out periodically throughout. I, I don't okay. know why. That's all right. We mute. The channel we life, like is Life Vlogged. Life Vlogged, which is a life poorly lived in my opinion, but it is Life Vlogged. So put in a devil in a blue dress, 1995 in the search okay. engine, search, and then find the channel Life Vlogged.
6: Blogged Like I just blogged about my life on my my... Internet on blog. your
4: video, but it's video vlogged. Oh. Okay. Logged.
6: Vlogged. Okay. Right. So go ahead. We are going to be watching Devil in a Blue Dress from 1995. That's what you type into your search engine. You're going to find a version without ads, courtesy of vlogged. Life vlogged. Life vlogged. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. You're going to find it. We want you to click that link, hit pause, move it back to zero zero because we're going to hit press play at the same time because let us as a community watch a full length movie on YouTube.
4: Yeah. Normally
6: we watch a lot of shit. Yeah. We're going to see a Hollywood movie now. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to it. So, and not only are we looking forward to it, we also have a celebrity comedian looking forward to it. While you search and go on YouTube and get yourself ready, Carl our producer, who wrote that fantastic theme song you heard up front, who watched this movie several times, who researched this movie more than than you know, and he's also spoken to a celebrity comedian with the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Carl, take it away.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Mike Keegan. Welcome, Mike. Thank you very much, Carl. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Now, we met at Scotty's, which is in New Jersey, and that's what I wanted to raise first, because you sort of think of yourself and sell yourself as a Long Island comedian, but I've (laughs) seen you out there in Staten Island and a lot of Jersey. I mean, you're all over the place. You still think of yourself, what,
7: because that's your home base? I still do, because I I don't really consider myself a road comedian. I do the tri-state area. I have a lot of clubs that I love that I work in the tri-state area, Connecticut, Jersey, um i used to do atlantic city a lot at the brigada um but you know my my roots are on long island that's where i first started out i live five minutes from my favorite comedy club governors um i you know i'm there two three nights a week so you know i i you know i I don't try to write material as a long island comedian because a lot of there's a lot of long island comedians that write their material about long island and then their acts don't cross a bridge and they don't translate so yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. My, my act so much isn't a long island comedian but i do consider myself you know i, I work the three the three clubs on long island i work them mostly
4: mm-hmm. and okay so i get it now i mean you're you're not a road comic you're, you're tri-state but you don't base it around long island because you'll get screwed you'll screw yourself <laughs> yeah
7: now another- you know, I, I you know when I started I I kind of wanted to be a road comedian but then you know you got to have a, the job to pay the bills the family and everything so it it's it's a, it's a tough life living on the road and everything so mm-hmm. you know I'll get out as much as I can you know a couple times a year I'll branch out into the midwest or something but I try to stay close to home
4: and also you know if you're a road comedian there ain't that much green out there
7: right <laughs> Exactly I know it's right and to get that kind of green is just Busting your ass, you know, just from Monday through Friday, you're playing bar gigs, and then you get those nice ones on the weekends. But there's a, right. a lot of, they, they call them four-waller shows, like little tiny bar gigs where half the people there don't even know that there's a comedy show going on. That's right. So,
4: the TV, you're competing with the television. Yeah, exactly. We've all so, been there. Yeah. So, now, you're out there grinding, and one of the things you got is a podcast going on. It's called Hershey and the Hershey and Keek Show. No, the Hershey and the Keeg show. Tell me how to say it right.
7: It's the Hershey and the Keeg show. Yeah.
4: And Hershey <laughs> yeah. is
7: spelled with an S-C-H. Yeah, H-G-R-F-T-H-U-I. H-G-R-F-T-H-U-I. That's my co-host, Mark Hirschman. Um, That's It's cool. kind of a new endeavor.
1: Mm-hmm. I uh,
7: I used to have a podcast for a few years with my girlfriend. Uh, She's a comedian also. And it was called Domestic Disturbance. But uh, a good one. I'll tell you one thing we used to. It used to cause a lot of fights between us because it was it was we're very different politically, and that's how we we get into arguments. So we kind of stopped doing that. Yeah. So now I do the I do the show with my buddy Mark Hirschman. We started a couple months ago, and it was great. He's one of my best friends in comedy, and uh, we have a lot in common. We have a great dynamic. I feel a lot of people are giving us great feedback. So we do a little bit of everything. Uh, we started off more as a focus of a a, a, a sports talk radio we are both big Yankee fans, big sports fans, and we've had a lot of pretty high-profile guests from uh, from WFAN, which is our big sports uh, wow. sports mecca here. We've had uh, Evan Roberts, who's probably the biggest New York tri-state area sports. Uh, he's on the he's on the Carton Roberts show, so that was probably that's probably the biggest show going wow. right now for sports radio. We've had him, have had Steve Summers, Mark Malusia, all these big uh, New York sports guys. So. Um, we're getting, hopefully Mike Piazza might be coming on soon. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, are. Well, we have a, a sports fan. Is he a comedian? Yeah. Mark Hirschman's a comedian. He does not perform very much cause he's got a big family and he's got a lot of responsibilities. One um, of the funniest guys I know, one of the first people I met in comedy. Uh, but this is, his outlet now cause he doesn't get to be on stage so much. So yeah. we do it every Tuesday night live at nine o'clock. Uh, we do it at Governors at the the radio studio. Governors. Really? Yeah.
4: Tuesday night and,
7: is when you record it, or when it brought that's when we, that's when we record it. We record it and we put it live on YouTube. But then we also put it on Spotify for people to watch after.
4: Yeah. Okay. So uh, Spotify and are you also on
7: iTunes or? We are on iTunes as well. Um, mm-hmm. We're on Spotify and iTunes basically, yeah. And so, it's on so- every episode's on YouTube. So, if people
4: want to find that, it's the Hershey S C A, yeah. the Hershey and Keeg Show. Yeah. is there a channel? Is that the name of the channel on YouTube as well? The
7: name of the channel it's it's on Gov's Radio Podcasts, uh-huh. G O V S, like Governors. Yeah, uh, so it's out of their studio, so they they run the whole. Uh, so it's on their podcast channel.
4: Okay, now YouTube that's one thing, but you're <laughs> streaming out there on better platforms than that. You gotta. Yeah. Amb- Special called Comics Watching Comics, and I th- yes. tell me about this premise. I think I already know
7: about it. I think I applied yeah. and was denied. It, it, <laughs> it was uh, it was a really cool thing. Uh, a comedian from uh, New Jersey, uh, Kevin Goatee, he right. started this thing, and it's uh, basically uh, they get comics, you do a, a two minute set, and uh, they have three professional comics that judge the the comics. And uh, they all they do it after after we all record our sets. They do it at, at a remote location, watch every set, and they critique it. And I won. I was the winner of season three. Oh, uh-huh. uh, so okay. the yes, yeah, so that was, it was really cool. And you know what? The day that I recorded it, so there were there were ninety comics that did each a two minute set okay. at uh, the New York New York Comedy Club on uh, second second Street in the city, and. Um, so there were 90 comics, I had pneumonia, and I also had a show that night in Jersey. So I was, I, when I recorded the set, I was just like delirious. It was just, I had waited four hours to get on stage there, and I had pneumonia, yeah. and uh, it went actually pretty well, and I got some good feedback, and I ended, actually ended up winning the season. So it's, it's a cool credit to have. It's on Amazon, you could buy it on Amazon.
4: Wow. And to win out of 90 people, and you're way under the weather, and you have somewhere to go? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It was, uh, it was a rough day, but it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Paul. Now, okay, this is not going to be the end of your streaming. In August, you've got this comedy special coming up. Tell me about that.
7: Yep, so I have a comedy special coming up. It's uh, August 26th. We're uh, recording it at Governor's Comedy Club here in Levittown on Long Island. Um, it's called Captain America, <laughs> and uh, Captain America. how you I, I actually pronounce it, but uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's gonna be my first, uh, my first, the forty-minute special. Uh, my buddy, my friend John Moses, who's a uh, Jersey comedian, also originally sure. from Canada. Uh, John Moses is a great guy. He's starting a record label, so he asked a couple of comics to be the first ones to record specials for him. So he's doing all the production. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun. They just built a new room at Governor's. It's called the Giggle Room. So it's uh-huh. not the main stage. It's right. another stage they have there. That, that the room holds 90 people. Okay. And it's just a great intimate room to, to, to record the special. So it's, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it.
4: Yeah, that sounds so. terrific,
7: boy. You really are in with
4: Governor's. And it's, you know... Being the giggle room or not, when the thing is yeah. uh, filmed, it's gonna be at Governor's, right? Yeah, so,
7: yeah. yeah. Governor's, uh, that's my home club, I love them.
4: Now, Mike Keegan, which is K-E-E-G-A-N. Mike Correct. Keegan, how can people find you out there on the internet, on social media,
7: YouTube, a website? Um, I'm big on Facebook, uh, so Mike Keegan on Facebook, but on, um, I actually deactivated my Twitter, because yes. I got in a little bit of trouble for a tweet that I wrote, but uh, I am on Instagram <laughs> at mckeeg75, and um, I might be getting Twitter back. But my podcast, Hershey and the Keeg Show, they have a Twitter page, so they can always uh-huh. get in touch with me there. Also, if you, if you prefer Twitter, but uh, <laughs> I've got gotten... quits. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what it. Is I got in trouble a little. A few years ago I got banned from a theater on Long Island. It was a Newsday and everything and uh yeah. I had to get rid of my Twitter account. Oh, it was in
4: Newsday. So that's your <laughs> yeah. you could use that as one of your credits,
7: right? I could use it as a credit,
4: you know you're I'm not proud of, of it. But. Well you're paying it's for comedy. It well, you know you don't have to tell people the content though. So. <laughs> exactly Okay, now Mike Keegan. Everyone at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same second that we do here in the studio. So this means we must be synced up. So why don't you go ahead and give us that celebrity comedian countdown.
7: Three, two, one,
6: go. I just saw Tom Sizemore's name on the credit. Oh, by the way, thank you celebrity comedian for that celebrity celebrity comedian celebrity comedian countdown. That was a good job. All right. Oh, this is the Hollywood TriStar.
4: Movie. It's not even that Roaring Lion.
6: No, no. Do you remember the Pegasus, the Tristar Pegasus?
4: Mm-hmm. Yes.
6: He he was funking around. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was uh is that owned by no Disney owned Touchstone and Hollywood pictures. Yes,
4: yes. The Buena Vista, something like that. Yes.
6: Now, this is great. I'm really excited. We're watching a good movie.
4: Yeah, we are. Okay, this is a Hollywood movie. And what we're going to see is like World War II just ended and every all the troops came home. And that includes our hero, Ezekiel, who they call Easy. That's his name. He's so cool. Easy. And he comes back from the war and he actually has enough money to buy a house. Okay? Okay, great. But... I mean, African-Americans that were not called that did not buy houses uh, at this time. and uh, But he did. He owns a house, but he just lost his job. So that sets up our dilemma. What am I going to do for money or I'll lose my house? And no, AF word I... has a house. Now,
6: I know this guy from uh, Walter Mosley wrote a series of detective novels starring Easy Rollins.
4: Yeah, exactly right. This is the first one of his books. Yeah. Did he write for Star Trek? You know, I didn't look up Walter Mosley, and I'm sorry about that. What I do know is that he wrote this book, and Carl Franklin, the director, loved it, and they made this film off of his first book. He was also an associate producer, and he had writes in the editing room he even cut out this irrelevant scene that was a love scene uh but the point is they were going to go on to make pilots and do all of his uh novels on tv like in a serial way it would have lasted With- a single season but it didn't work out
6: and it obviously it was in uh denzel washington
4: in the tv show no no it was abc and they didn't shoot the pilot so we don't have a cast yeah and i don't know what their thinking was but basically it was going to be like a black private eye in a white world of the 1940s
6: you know sounds great Look. Now, here he is 1940s
4: see, I said, see I, that's what i was saying and when I wish-
6: this is yeah, just, you got like 40s
4: music we playing. On? Oh boy! Extra, extra, getcha! Extinct people, get yeah, yeah?
6: Now, is this New Orleans, the Central New no, Market?
4: No, New this York City? is Los Angeles. Oh, terrific. Right, I, okay, I right. New York City when it first opened up, but this is LA. I only thought
6: New Orleans because his name is easy. Like
4: Big Easy? Right, like the Big Easy. Well, his right. name is Ezekiel. And let me see. His name is Ezekiel Rollins. And that is a slave so name.
6: So Ezekiel's nickname would be Easy. Easy. Right.
4: Yeah. And that's very cool. And he's very cool. But yeah. he is playing a common man. Oh, what is that? Todd Carter drops out of the race?
6: Wait a minute. Is there a flashback? Flashback, flashback.
4: Flashback. Well, he is basically doing a private detective kind of voiceover thing, right? And he's saying, I was down on my luck. I lost my job. I did everything Carl told you in the beginning. Now he's having <laughs> a flashback
6: to recent. Um... <laughs> you were just reciting what Denzel Washington said in the beginning?
4: <laughs> well, yes, yeah, you know, right. the premise. The. Uh...
6: I know I've seen this movie or seen bits and pieces of it. I've seen some of the director's movie, Carl Franken's film.
4: Uh but i don't even recall it's been a while since i've seen this movie this is a pretty harsh no a harsh rejection so that's what we're seeing like right now one thing i disagree with the art uh, the director and writer is right now he's for the only time in the film he's pushing back on someone my name's not fella Do you understand my name's not fella you know, but he won't be that tough guy for the rest of the film. So I think it was a mistake. It sets us up for uh, Clint Eastwood.
6: But Showdown?
4: Black. Oh, look who walked in the door.
6: Difficult. Easy's friend.
4: This is all bright. You know, this is um, uh, Tom Sizemore, right?
6: Oh, Tom Sizemore. Yeah, right.
4: Who How do you? Away recently. How do you see the, is it dark? How no, you no.
6: That? You know, it's a great quality film on the YouTube.
4: Yeah, strange, right?
6: I mean, this film is known. Look at the cinematography with the, with the t-shirt and the background. It's just, you know, his acting. Everything's just
4: blowing up. Yeah, and see, it's Hollywood. They didn't just put him in a muscle shirt. They gave him the muscles.
6: Right. Yeah, of course. Well, you know. That's a budget. And it's a Hollywood film. They show it up front.
4: Now I think think I'm saving Private Ryan. What do you think of when you see Tom Sizemore?
6: I've never seen Saving Private Ryan. A lot of films, like I haven't seen this one either. I mean, I might have, might have. Okay, but he was.
1: Stop
6: what you're doing. Just go uh, see Private Ryan. Why do you think Tom
4: Hanks is a good actor? You don't even know. I was going to say.
6: I was going to say. I saw him in Twin Peaks: The Return, the third season. And he was really funny in that movie. Like, there's a certain point where he loses all his personality or something, and Uh he plays it really well. Like, it's just, it's really funny. Or, no, he, something happens to him and he goes through this emotional role, but he's funny in that movie. And wasn't he in like Strange Days? And wasn't he in like, yes, born Killers? Yes, you know, breaking. He had his own reality show, right? Like, we're going to fuck, let's fuck with Sizemore, I think it was called. It was on uh, TLC or something. He was, was like Breaking Sizemore.
4: He was also in Heat. I missed Breaking Sizemore. Heat was a really good one he was in. Heat was really good. And I'll, you know, I didn't even know. It says here, True Romance. And I remember that when I think of True Romance. I can see him as one of those bad guys. But also I see right. Tony Soprano. Okay, all Tom Sizemore said, he's like, the bartender uh, was like, you're out of work. And he's like, we're out of work. And he... I want to introduce you to this guy. And he goes, you want to make money? Meet me at my office at 7 p.m. tonight. And of course, he's he's like making money doing what? You know, like it's like he's 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 straight. You know what I mean? He works his job. He pays his bills. He's a veteran. Yes.
6: No. So it's, he's not a private eye just yet.
4: Exactly right. This is like his origin story. He gets sucked into it.
6: By a radioactive spider?
4: Uh-huh and he gets uh, <laughs> and he, he gets i i can't think of a joke some i was going to say something powers like i don't know uh, yeah but he gets the technical <sighs> powers, right welcome yeah. to the writing workshop well we brainstorm yeah sure premises. now this is a dumb thing this guy the whole movie's like i'm just going to chop down your trees and he's like don't chop down my trees it's really weird I don't understand why he wants to do it. For firewood? I don't get it.
6: It's not his property.
4: But why does he want to chop down people's trees? He will drop. down this, Is this a
6: tree? third act? Is this is like, there's a fire. There's no way we could break down this door. Wait a minute. I know a fella. And he runs down half a block. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you <laughs> can chop down the tree. But he go break down this door? Okay. Look, look, look. Oh, yeah, so he was in World War II. Yeah, private easy. Oh, he's planting more trees. The so fuck that guy. This yeah, is and, just like Animal Crossing.
4: It's budget to, to get trees. And like the whole premise here is he's, you know. Okay. By the way, we're having a flashback and a memory. And um, it's Mouse. Now it's Don Cheadle. And his name oh, in cool. this movie is Mouse. And basically he's like a... A criminal, right? But he kills without any, like, uh, rem- what's the word? Psychotic? Like, he doesn't have remorse. a remorse. Remorse.
6: No, he. He's remorseless. Yeah. He's a remorseless killing
4: machine. Yeah. But at the same time, you like him. Okay, now we're in tough guy's office. You want the uh-huh. job? What's the job? It depends on what it is. We'll just give it a listen. Mm. Walk out the door in the morning, easy. He's lighting a lollipop. Right. Yes, lollipop. He goes, I don't want to get mixed up in nothing. He goes, Come on, easy. You walk out the door in the morning, you mixed up in something. The only difference is, are you on the top? I'll give you a $100. It
2: upset the poor man so much he stopped running from
6: there. Oh, hey, I saw that headline.
4: Yeah, that's right. So it's yeah. relatable. Yeah, that was foreshadowing. But not for then, for now, when you go, oh yeah. He
6: went, Carter, he went to his brother's place, uh John Carter Mars went over
4: to what Mark. we're finding out is Daphne is missing. Okay. Now Daphne was the fiance of a guy who's running for mayor. Now, two weeks ago, Daphne went missing, and this guy dropped out of the mayor's race. So he wants, look, now Daphne frequents AF. What do I say, Mike? I don't want to say the wrong thing. African-American? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, or ethnic. How about ethnic? He knows that Daphne frequents ethnic clubs, ethnic nightclubs, and this is one of those situations in which it probably didn't exist. Uh, like a speakeasy, but but alcohol's legal, you know, so it's not the same thing. Uh, so therefore, he could go to those places and find Daphne, and Tom Sizemore cannot. Albright. So he's
6: right into the detective work.
4: Well, he's getting paid a $100 to run and do a task. Get me a location seems, on this
6: woman. Seems like detective work.
4: Now wow. remember, Oh, by the way, detective those were work. $1986, uh, <laughs> the internet tells me. Those were totally, those weren't <laughs> silver I was, certificates.
6: I was going to say, like, they look like it was for the 40s. I mean, everything else in this movie is like, Los Angeles in the 40s, it looks glamorous.
4: Yeah, except... Look at the ground. Look how clean it is.
6: Oh, every movie sets like that.
4: There's not a everything, every every card
6: is glimmering, everything is shiny, everything is like
4: Yeah. They just went to the car wash. All of those look at those clean Did you say this is a Hollywood movie? It's a Hollywood movie.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm here for the Ben Ale. Now right now they're playing the Saturday night live song, you know. Well, you can tell by the way I use my walk Are they playing
6: the Japanese version for Bullet Train?
4: Yes. Yes. So cool. That's why this is bootleg. We'll play it.
1: Well, you can tell by the way I use my walk
5: <laughs>
4: So there's this white guy, and he knows about the club upstairs. So he's okay. trying to get upstairs, and they're like, there's no club here. Get out. Right? Right. Well, yeah. So then- Easy and her and this other guy named Junior, who's coming down, are just blabbing about the club right in front of the guy. He goes, "Up, oh, there's no club here."
6: But you were just talking about it.
4: They play Junior than me. Yeah. Did Easy go upstairs already? Yeah, they let him right up, and they won't let this honky American—is that what you say? That one. That's what they you're saying. Up.
6: That's what you're saying. Okay.
4: Listen, give me some size like, more, no no size more history. And this is all the terms. Can I use the real terms?
6: No. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Just be do you discreet, I guess. Oh so okay, this is a famous to role find... too. What's that? When we get Don Chito's role, like I have heard about his performance as Mouse. The,
4: yeah, that's and coming they're... much later. That's coming much okay. later. All right. And it's very good. Okay, this is a Negro club. Is that okay to say? Because that's what they say. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. <laughs> sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm a pain in the ass because I'm paranoid. Coretta. You see Coretta? Yeah. Yeah, you'll be seeing Coretta. Wang, Yeah. Okay, now. A coincidence happens. He sits down and they just bump into Coretta, who's the good friend of Daphne, in two seconds. You know what I mean? So it's like- this is one of those things, every Private
6: Eye movie I see, and we've seen a bunch of them, it always begins with somebody who later becomes someone else or gets killed later saying, I need you to find my sister, my daughter, my aunt.
4: Yeah, that's the kind of thing that can happen. Mm -hmm.
6: Yeah. And her name is Coretta and uh or Daphne. A picture. Yeah, yeah Daphne. there's a
4: picture. Yeah. That's what we got here. Yeah. And then someone will be dead and another one will be missing. Yeah. And the the twist, he was really a she. You'll see.
6: Usually it's like you get the money, and then he turns on the news and there's an exploding car report.
1: <laughs> yeah. And,
6: and then he then makes the next a call. Thing you
1: know- mm-hmm.
6: You got the money, there's nothing else to report. Oh, I can't, I can't. I must doggedly walk the ends of the earth to avenge this woman. Can we sit down
4: with y'all easy? Yeah, sure, baby. So he knows the club. Right. Let me just put on a little while. You'll just see how they're talking.
3: You sorry. Yeah, am right? this is about
4: him getting fired. Any
3: man
5: without his paycheck is showing up. Sorry.
4: Yeah, right. You show Buying
6: it. alcohol out of a it,
5: suitcase. It.
6: Oh, so the club doesn't have any alcohol.
4: Something like that. It's an illegal club, so. It isn't prohibition time.
6: No, but I mean they, they can't get caught selling alcohol if someone's
4: walking around table by table. <laughs> right, cuz it's just because it's illegal. They don't have a liquor license, I guess. So now y'all ever see anybody named Daphne? And then there's like silence.
6: <laughs>
4: oh, all right. What do you what, what you talking about, easy? Look. He's signaling, come talk to me over there. See, this is, I don't like this. It's so easy. Like I'm looking for down. So you bump right. into a computer game. You bump into- but This is always, F-
6: I mean, no disrespect to to the Walter Mosley novels, which I haven't read, but a lot of times it always seems like the first act is a red herring, it's a misdirect, you know? And it seems like the case is closed, but in fact, he right. spotted this woman for, you know, the woman wasn't the woman who came into his office and the victim, this the person he found finds out dead or, you know, something like that. Or isn't mm-hmm. who you think it is.
4: Right. Mackenzie's still alive. Oh, he had pulled one over on me.
6: Gulp. He just come back from the war. I mean, is, is that kind of, well, he has his house.
4: Well, you see he just came back from the war, but it's like a year old or something. It's not like
6: Sure.
4: He's not all like there will be no flashbacks of a time during battle and
6: It's a little the the lighting's a little dark on me, but it's not as bad as we that one movie we watched together, I couldn't mm-hmm. see anything, but this I can. But okay. I love the
4: That's style funny. of it the the um basically basically what happened is the hus- husband or man i don't know his name's junior and he got so drunk uh that he's basically gonna fall down look what the director's doing with the mirror um basically he's finding out that she really is Daphne's confidant so she wants to get close to her but the thing is she also wants to get close to him for sex reasons but well yeah yeah so I, that's what's I, good I, in denzel's favor now look we're putting a drunk husband away or or boyfriend i'm not sure what
6: oh before i heard he he was easy like if you ever wanted to sleep with him
4: yeah, yeah. the answer is yes well that's almost true in this movie he will turn down one or two
6: Before sex, she has to put away her drunk husband, her boyfriend.
4: <laughs> it's a routine before sex. I remember being married to her. She would put away her husband. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> she was wearing sweatpants. It was not happening that night.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you saw the sweatpants. He said, oh, damn it.
4: What movie was that from? Oh, uh, that's a great question. It's the one about dating. It's like dead things I hate about you, but it's not that, not at all. The dating one. Oh, she's not that
6: he's not that Yeah, she's just
4: not that he's just not that into
6: you. He's not that yeah, that guy's from San Francisco. Greg (laughs) Barons. Who wrote that
4: book? Now she's like, come on, come on, let's do it. And he's like, What are you talking about? Your girl, your 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 husband, right. He won't hear anything, he's dead asleep. So the thing is it's bad character of Easy to do this, but it makes us think he's cool. Yeah. Now
6: well, he's he Benzel Washington, a his name is he Easy, and oh. he
4: yeah. has a spot. Oh. He's, to wake up the husband. Okay. Now, he she pulls off. And she's basically like, I'm not sure I want to do this with you. Which <laughs> is a very cheaty, cheaty time to do that kind of thing.
6: Yeah, right? No, no. I mean, good to be honest. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> good
4: so to be honest. So, sex with a woman. And then she pulls it out and goes, I'm not sure I really should be doing this. You know,
1: well,
4: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's right. Yeah, you gotta respect it
7: because
4: they're listening. Because they're listening to us right now, and you want to get don't want to get called out in some argument.
6: No, that's so crazy.
4: (laughs) Okay, okay, no, I mean
6: it's mutual. It's 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 fun. If it's not fun, it's not fun. We stop.
4: (laughs) Never mind. You've led me into your we're actually doing okay 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 good so she is like all you care about is finding this Daphne and he's like no baby it's all you it's all you oh, listen baby. that's her spot he hits it okay yeah she she goes on and on about it Mike
6: usually when we have the closed captioning and there's any kind of noise it says applause
4: you yeah, know i know oh you hit my spot good job good job
6: yay golf club
4: all right so denzel got information okay um, um i'll say <laughs> daphne is like i guess in a love interest of frank green frank green who's like this low level low level mobster do you
6: Basically... know who he is he's frank green <laughs>
4: I'm Mo. Gre- i I Frank Green. I okay. What he does is he like, ro- I, like knocks over a liquor truck or somehow robs liquor, and then he goes to his local area where all the speakeasies are, or whatever they're called, and sells it for like real dirt cheap. And everybody knows Frank Green, so he's like a low level mobster. Gotcha. Wait, what are you cutting down a tree for? About is that
6: Whose house so is I, that? Is that his own house?
4: neighbor. See it yeah, neighbor's like tree, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with this. What does it mean, Michael? Why would he be chopping down people's trees?
6: He's, he's, he threw it like, I don't know, maybe he hates squirrels. Mm-hmm. You know, like it prevents squirrels to be like, well, there's no place to hang out.
4: Listen, you live in L.A., squirrel population?
6: it's oh, crazy. I could hear them all the time skittering around yeah they're fine you you hear them on palm trees sometimes I saw one I looked up at a palm tree and there was some squirrel hanging out eating a nut it's crazy I'll tell you
4: it's crazy I'll tell you those squirrels nuts it's nuts I'll tell you
6: really it was nuts or it could be something else yeah big deal I like squirrels
4: good good
6: good good You ever watch that extreme cooking show where the guy hunts animals and eats them, and one time he did squirrel?
4: Uh, You know, like, we think that's gross, and it is, but at the same time, they're eating meat just like we do. It's just that we have accepted, if it's chicken or it's cows, for some reason, that's fine. But eating squirrel is gross. You will eat rabbit in Hassan Pfeffer or whatever, but
6: yeah you don't want theodore's glasses you don't want to eat that like you might eat his glasses or
4: but i mean if we're eating lamb that's okay but if you know if we're even eating goat it's kind it's okay
6: but i I was over at uh alvin and the chipmunks manager's house dave and i was eating squirrel and he got really he realized what i was eating he went
4: alvin
6: but by that point i had
4: but wait i don't get it they're chipmunks
6: Oh, they're chipmunks, right? I'm thinking squirrels. Same fucking thing. They're right. It's not Albert the squirrels.
4: No, chipmunks are the same thing as mice. That's okay. Oh, this is the okay. Old Fisherman's this Pier. Is, yeah, Malibu. Oh, all right. So basically, Tom Albright. Ca- I mean, the guy, the character's name is Albright. Albright called and said, "You got any information?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah." It's a. B- b-. He goes, "Wait, we don't talk on the phone." Let's go down to that. So he says, meet me in Malibu and hangs up the phone. Meet me at the
6: Malibu monger.
4: Now, this is just some person, random person, and she's looking at the water. Yeah, and they're talking about the ocean, you know, and then like, It's like, your friends are looking for you. And he goes, oh, they don't even care. I'm just here because my mom told my sister to take me. All she wants to do is smoke cigarettes and kiss boys. (laughs) So then these two are like, hey, hey, N-word, you know, who are you talking, you know? And she's like, we're just talking, shut up. And basically it'll turn into a racial, ugly racial thing. Where are you from, Texas, Houston, Texas? I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What is she doing with that guy? Leave us alone, Yeah, we're just talking. I don't want any trouble. Well, you got it. That's all this is. Uh, this this movie actually lost money. It was um, they spent twenty seven million on it and they only made twenty two. I think it's, it's whoa, not, it's bad. He pulled a gun on him. Yeah, that's right. And this is really a gratuitous scene. He's basically like, um, you know, he make he makes him suck Denzel Washington's dick. Like, it's, it's not necessary. Uh, I, I think he gets the point, Albright. I'll kill you. Now, it doesn't really happen. All of a sudden, Albright's like, ha ha, you were really gonna do it. Get out of here, punk. That kind of thing. We don't really need this scene. Anthony Quinn oh anthony Quinn's calling you. Uh, i'm busy
6: he knows he knows he's talking to me tell him i said hi oh, anthony's
4: God. like on this uh health kick right um and he goes comes to me he's like carl do you want to play squash and i was like anthony quinn how can you play squash and he was like well i just sit on you <laughs>
6: it squashes you gotcha that's great
4: okay so now he's conveying the information she's likes frank green and they're at this address and you know it's uh the sky pomler 83rd and you know i don't know he's like good job easy here's another fucking hundred dollars now that is okay he will make um what's equivalent to today's 40 million forty thousand dollars in this movie by people giving right. him a hundred here and two hundred there, he's going to make forty seven thousand, forty seven hundred dollars. Which today's money, it's not in front of me, but it's around forty thousand dollars.
6: Okay, so he's full on doing detective work for for Sizemore for Aldrich. Right?
4: What is this, cops? Holy cow! Oh.
6: Yeah, you can't have. Listen, cop. Listen, uh, private detective.
4: <laughs> Don't be. Listen, Dick.
6: <laughs> Listen, Dick. Listen, Flatfoot.
4: Who are you calling Dick? A dick.
6: Listen, P.U. He's, a, thinking,
4: he's a... Last Flatfoot. movie we saw, the cop had the Irish, right? Yeah. But that was just stereotype. But they were in Los Angeles. Were the, in New York, that would be true, uh, that accent. Not in Los Angeles.
6: Well, they're in Los Angeles right now in this film. Oh, right. You're right. The last one was also Los Angeles.
4: Yeah. So why would they have an Irish-speaking cup just because you're supposed to? That's that's a myth of – it's it's true for New York City in, like, the 1890 through 1920, you know, they were all Irish. Were they? They didn't
6: join – I saw gangs in New York. They must have been, like, a, a cool Irish gang.
4: Uh, what I mean to say is um, one of the prof- – uh, Irish couldn't get work in New York City when they came – we're missing the film. So one of the jobs they could get was cop. They'll take a- – gotcha. the town would take them. And so many of them became – okay. So they're they- asking questions about who? Find- huh? What are they asking easy about? Where were you last night? Why? Because Claretta is dead. Coretta is dead. That's Claretta. what we're finding out. Yeah.
6: All right. Well, that's fucked up. Was it the husband?
4: Yeah. Uh, the husband was not killed. No, just Coretta. They were, uh, and it was, looks like they were looking for something. But they're not, I'm revealing that to you. For this, it's just, here. She went to sleep. She's not going to be waking I What?
8: Where did you go when you left Miss Jane?
3: Wait, 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 wait. What were you talking about? You ain't gonna be waking up. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I I
4: had a hangover. Oh, you had a hangover. Yeah, I went home. Whack! But look what EZ does. He got a shot in. Sure. Good.
6: Oh, LAPD.
4: Put your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Everybody put your hands in the air.
6: <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's my apartment. That's where, that's my apartment right behind them.
4: That's your apartment? Okay, so a car pulls up.
6: Mm-hmm. Is it Sizemore? No, it's a cop car.
4: Oh, that—that that was like more of the N-word torment went on outside, and it was—it was cops razzing him coming out of a jail, a, a jail. Okay, so now he's—you know what he's remembering? It's my spot. That's what he's remembering. My spot. You're hitting my spot, Mike. Hop on the lust wagon here. Well, I'm
6: saying, like, if uh, there was a circumstance, unfortunately, like, yeah, I will
4: probably remember that, too, I guess. (laughs) Okay, get in the car. But it's not one of those get in the car, the boss wants to see you kind of things. It ends up being that mayor. Oh, Cooper or
6: whatever the guy's name was? No, wait, wait, Carter.
4: Mayor Matthew Terrell. Now, this guy we know from Meatballs 3.
6: He's Sa- Sally Kellerman?
4: Yes, it's that guy who was Mr. Potato Head. Wow. Wait, am I th- I, I'm right, it's the same person, right? Do I have it right?
6: Mr. Potato Head from
4: Meatballs 3. No, 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 that was, I meant War Games. I think he was also in War Games. I have them right here. Uh, Yeah, yeah, 1983, War Games, My Cousin Vinny, Hero, Beethoven, Second, Mouse Hunt, Harriet the Spy. Um,
6: By the way, if you go see, yes.
4: Important. You see the little kid? Yeah. Okay, important to our plot, okay?
6: Is he hiding in the car? Oh, he's uh... the...
4: Is... Is Denzel Washington hiding in the car? The no, car it, pulled up. Uh no, he's he's saying he's his adopted son, which is maybe or maybe not true. Do you remember as the biker gang in Meatballs 3?
6: Sure, yeah. It's big fuzzy guy. Yeah. Oh, all right. Big fuzzy. Very cool. Yeah, I recognize him. He's a little mm. clean shaven, right? Doesn't he usually have this crazy beard?
4: Uh no I don't know I don't think so no he's usually clean shaven um right. Trailer Park Boys he was chief of police he was in Mouse Hunt with Nathan Lane and a lot of people say oh right
6: so him. he was the other chef right oh I got to see Mouse Hunt yeah forget Jaws I'm gonna see Mouse Hunt <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, there's a rat in the kitchen what I'm gonna do there's a rat in the kitchen right? And they're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to fix that, right? That's what I'm Well, they do. were,
4: yeah, it was under, vent. it was, the hotel was undergoing renovation, you know, and it was his big business venture and everything was going to task, but he had to keep doing stuff because this mouse was, we got to get rid of this mouse. And then the health inspector's coming. That's it. Today, <laughs> I get rid of the mouse.
6: What? Oh, but let me guess. They don't get rid of the mouse.
4: That's right. That's right. You know, and like hilarity ensues and when walls fall over. Okay. Basically, this guy is also looking for Daphne. Okay. Everybody wants to find Daphne who's been missing. Basically, he's like, "I'm, I'm the next mayor and we'll give you money for I don't know. He's got a vested interest in fight. Now, the person who's opposing him for the race for mayor was the boyfriend of Daphne, you see. And when mm-hmm. Daphne disappeared two year uh, weeks ago, he dropped out of the race. I guess you know that backstory. I'm not sure why I'm repeating it. I saw the headline. <laughs> Twice. Twice. We
6: see some movies where the headline is like so cheesily placed. I mean, that was pretty cool.
4: I would click that link on that headline, see what that article says.
6: Oh, small fan. I'm a small fan of Mm -hmm. yours, Carl. Oh, look, military history. Is there a voiceover going? Yeah. Uh,
4: Not like a detective. He's being tortured by Daphne. He's has been tortured by Coretta's death. It's not like his... He is doing throughout the whole thing the... Uh, now, who is it on the phone? Who is it on the phone?
6: Is it Tom? <gasps> Did you hear it? No.
4: It's Daphne Monet! It's Daphne! You're
6: looking oh. for... Me. Oh, how funny. What a coincidence. I was looking for you. <laughs>
4: so-
6: I was just about to call you.
4: Right. Now, this is pre-internet. This is pre-phone book, practically. How does, because he's not listed in the phone book, how does she have his number?
6: That's a great question. And she wants to meet with him? It's a trap.
4: Is it really her? It's really her. It's the Ambassador Hotel. Whites are not, whites only on this level. So therefore, the bellboy is getting paid to sneak him up.
6: Well, if they get caught, they're going to blame it on the bellboy. Right. That's another Every... movie I got to watch. Blame it on the bellboy, which came <laughs> out probably two years before this film.
4: Paul Rubens just passed away. He would have been very good as, you remember that bellboy film in that, like. Uh... Was it Blame it on the bellboy? No, it was the one in which there were four different stories and Madonna was in it. and. Yeah, sure. Four rooms. I saw that yeah, open yeah, yeah. night. I think Paul Rubens would have killed that. Okay, here's Daphne, okay? And of course, you know that that's um, Jennifer uh, Beals. Beals. It's uh, it's a maniac, maniac at your door. Flashdance. Flashdance, yes. But she was actually in My Bodyguard in 1980. I love that film. She was in Four Rooms,
6: Carl. Is that the reason why you're bringing it up? She was in two of the yes, rooms.
4: Yes, ex- yes. Her
6: her husband directed one of the rooms, right? And the I Charakino know that. had her character show up in his room.
4: Yeah, I know that from my research, which I did on her. <laughs> Class dance is a classic. I was
6: just talking to somebody. He's like, I never heard of that film. I go, well, take your lucky stars. I brought it up. <laughs>
4: Okay, so she, she, they've met at the Ambassador Hotel, right? And basically, she, she wants to go meet a man named Richard McGee, okay? Um, and then she wants to go to Terrell. So Terrell is the, you know, the one who dropped out of the race. So why don't you call Terrell's people in range to pick up? Because I want to make a stop on the way. She, what it is, is she wants to recover. Coretta wrote a letter to someone, and she's got to go get it back. It's a pretty important letter at 4 a.m., you know. Right. Especially like if the mayor is involved. Well, it's, the, it's a candidate for the mayor. And actually, the mayor is involved in what the letter talks about. So... Anyway, now there's the first time Denzel will turn down sex with a woman.
6: Well, last time she died. Yeah. Uh, nah. Pass.
4: You're going to have another drink. She was like, Why don't you search me and find out? Then he starts approaching, and then she, yeah. Listen, Miss Rollins. Call me easy. All the girls do.
6: I would not, I don't know. Easy's all right. I, if someone's name is Easy, I would have to call him Sleazy after a while.
4: <laughs> right. If you were in elementary school with him, junior oh, high. Oh, just like
6: hanging out. Hey, Sleazykiel.
4: Sleazykiel. That's good.
6: Yeah. Ezekiel. It's It's Going up to Laurel Canyon in the 1940s. That's
4: pre your Papa's. That's pre Joni Mitchell. It's pre-the whole scene. It's pre-King of the Mountain. <laughs> That's right. That movie we saw. There'll be no one raising around there. That's right. Holland Drive. Okay. So Richard McGee has something. We don't know what it is. They, he's got the letter, but he's got something else important. They just want to go. Um, Claretta's dead because of it. Because uh, somebody was searching for the letter, and Daphne's not talking about what's in the letter and and what is this thing they're all, what they have. But she, of course, knows she's where it originated. Right. Now she's crying over Claretta.
6: Yeah. Your poor husband, too. He wakes up, the cops are there.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What happened? Well, you wife had an affair while you were sleeping. Right. See, that's bad about Claretta, right? So, but it's okay, because it was the hero of her movie,
6: right? The cops interrogated him, I mean, and they let him
4: go. Yes. Yes, Yes, well, they did. They did, you're right. He's a person of interest. He's a suspect.
6: He's a suspect he's not gonna leave la county i or suspect
4: not uh-oh Uh. cop
6: laurel canyon here we come laurel
4: canyon here i come right back where i started. oh it's uh look you is see it, la
6: is this muhammad drive uh, muhammad drive is this yeah. muhammad drive Holland, Holland Drive Holland.
4: and is this make out point
6: <laughs> and did I just run out of gas can you believe it that's <laughs> that old I told you that Henny thriller. Youngman Henny Youngman has a joke it's couple couple's driving and the car sputters out right on makeout Lane and he goes can you believe it our car sputtered out right on make out Lane and the woman, we're out of gas. The woman pulls out a flask, and he goes, "Hey, you know how to party? What is in there, gin? She gasoline. says, "No, gasoline." Yeah, it's gasoline. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now they go over to McGee, Richard McGee's house, to get the, but what uh, get the letter? But what are they finding? A ransacked home and a dead man. Yikes! Yeah, it's so private eye.
6: And it's at Los Angeles, the foreboding house, the foreboding location.
4: That's right, foreboding. Foreboding. By the way, on the TV's like a sitcom and the internet's like, TV stations off all off were off the air at this time of night. Shut up, the- internet, it's a movie.
6: We all know in the 1940s QVC turned on after hours.
4: Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. I'm 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 acting I'm acting
6: at least they, they're they smell the dead body. You gotta give the movie credit.
4: Okay now he's gonna see these cigarettes. They're Mexican cigarettes. And that's the kind that Junior smokes. Now when they went look, he recognized
6: Parliament Daylights.
4: Parliament. <laughs> Parliament day Parlamento uh, it's Zap Attack. Lights okay,
6: that's, that's some real detective work.
4: <laughs> that's the man that they wouldn't let upstairs. Okay, so it's not really, it just shows that Junior was there. Do you remember the man they wouldn't let upstairs because he was, yeah, like right, a funky American?
6: That's that's right. I do remember. So that's he came he- in, killed somebody, left a pack of cigarettes of the only brand that the, the, the guy smokes. And a detective walks in, finds the cigarettes, and goes, "Wait a
4: minute, right, so he believes that Junior killed this man now, Daphne was like, "Oh, ah, a dead person," and just drove away and left him stranded.
6: That's right. She peeled
4: out of there. she Jessica beeled out, she peeled out <laughs> uh. Okay, now he's home, but who's inside? Right, the door is open. Uh...
6: Cops? Nope. Henchmen? N- yes. Tough guys?
4: All right. Yay. Hey, buddy. listen, you can't be in my house. Now, let's see if the subtitles do the explicative N-word. All right. Yeah. Oh, it didn't.
6: Good. But that's Tom Sizemore speaking. He's not friendly anymore.
4: Well, no. What happened is his information was all wrong. They went over to Frank Green's place. But Frank Green had moved out of there like months earlier. So it was like nothing, no lead at all.
6: They so killed now, someone else? What? But didn't they see the, the body was Frank Green, right?
4: No, no. Frank Green is the mobster who's who's like dating Daphne. Got it. But they went over to Richard McGee's house and he had Claretta's letter. Okay. Is this too sordid? No, I get it.
6: I had had to figure it out a little bit in my head. Colonel
4: Mustard was in the den with the candlestick. Mm. Are you sure? Let's open it up. (laughs) That's my guess. Okay, I'll let you hear the tough guy stuff. Uh, If you can write,
6: write down where you picked her up.
4: Write it down. Oh, that's tough.
6: <laughs> you ever play Clue with a little mini shredder? Like you shred the <laughs> uh, the answers, and now you'll never know. My
4: baloney gets stuck in my bowler. Or... With that popcorn? So he wrote down the address where it says, "Give me some whiskey." It was a very good film. If you're not watching it with a uh, scene, if you're not yeah. watching it with us and you get to this point and he goes, Get it, you damn self, and they all laugh. Like it was, it's a, it's a tension breaker. It's a stress breaker.
6: This is like a good movie so far. Yeah. Usually, when I say that, we're like, oh, thank God.
4: Well, it's (laughs) a good movie, but at the same time, it's like a Hollywood movie, and sometimes it's doing easy, cheap things like the voiceovers and.
6: Well, you know the the problem is is like. If you're a fan of film noir movies, you're a fan, right? Detective novels, you are a fan. And you watch the 19th You know what you're movies. getting. You're
4: right. It's a known commodity.
6: So when you do a neo-noir, you know, and this is like you're using like a classic Walter Mosley novel and it's in Los Angeles, there's certain rules you want to hit, certain notes you want to hit. Uh-huh. And maybe the audience doesn't want to go to the movies and see it. I doubt it. It's Washington, uh-huh. you know.
4: <laughs> well, Yeah. Even though this movie lost money, it was a hit in a real sense. I mean, it made $22 million. So yeah. The thing is, they just messed up with their budget. They spent more than they took in. But I mean, to do 22 at the box office shows this wasn't a bomb in that sense.
6: And even, yeah, and this played like all the time on cable.
4: Okay. So basically, they want Daphne again. Okay. He didn't let go. That he was with Daphne. Now, here's our mayor. Okay. And it's election time, so he's going to make a speech. And look to the left is the little insignificant peon little person, Easy. Oh, right. Just, he, but he sees him. That's a nice shot. I don't Play know that them. he saw him. I don't know that he saw him. Well, Easy saw him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm hmm.
6: Everybody did. He's like Caesar. That was all in one take. It went from the parade to easy to easy going into this bar. Now, this is Joppy.
4: This is the first place he was at at the beginning, looking at the newspaper, trying to find a job, and seeing that Terrell had dropped out of the race. He's putting two, two and two together. And Daphne was led... Joppy led Daphne to, you know, gave him his phone number, arranged that he would be finding her, like, set it all up. And I don't understand his logic. It's like, I knew you needed some money. I was helping you. Now, look, he's wrecking up the marble. He's like, my father gave that to me. Yeah. He died. He goes, you better talk.
6: (laughs) He found a weakness. Not the marble, you know. Thinking about that marble, a lot of people take it for granted.
3: Uh-huh.
4: <laughs>
6: granite,
4: Where's
6: granite, granite. That's the Nick. You know who told me that joke? Nick Danzig. Oh really? Yeah, that's a Nick Danzig joke. He
5: "Look at me, I am your friend."
6: See the box. So he's the bartender is going to give some information.
4: Well, it's more like he put two and two that you led me to them. Like you tr- you made it happen so that I would be involved in this. And now we're just finding out like he really was just trying to help him, get him some money. He doesn't, you know, right. it, it's a weird turn for the script to take, but it's interesting in that it's like it's a false leader. He's not going to f- find Daphne through him.
6: That's what I'm saying. Like, when he finds out there's a bigger story, a bigger picture that he's just upon, they always say, like, why would you give me the case in the first place? Right. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, is this a movie theater? A movie studio? No, it's a fancy house.
4: (laughs) It's a fancy house, and um, the car wash fairy came through. (laughs) Not Well, hates that quality production that Hollywood offers. Yeah. The, yeah, they just coincidentally trimmed these hedges. They just did it. Coincident- what about
6: the color composure? I mean, it looks gorgeous, mm-hmm, yeah. right? The muted colors. It's just, I mean, granted, I'm watching a YouTube version. Everything's muted, but.
4: Okay, now Terrell, who dropped out of the race, right? Yeah. Um, he's just going straight to him. He hired Albright to find Daphne. So he's just going straight to him. And he goes, yeah, I'm here about that little chippy he's been running around with. Whoa, whoa! This way. Uh,
6: yeah. This yeah. way. Tough guy talks Extend the I don't hear it, man. too much
3: going on for me to give a damn about what you think is
4: smart. That is really ballsy. So now we meet Terrell. And Terrell will be, like, wimpy but smart. Is it Ned Beatty? Yes, it is Ned Beatty. <laughs> oh, he's
6: probably the other, like, big star on the, on the poster, right?
4: Wait, I think I have the names wrong. Excuse me. I think I was calling him Terrell. Terrell's the other guy. This is Carter. This is Carter. Yeah, excuse me. See, do he's I recognize that He's running against Terrell and dropped out of the race. It's Christopher, uh, is that the Waiting for Guffman guy? No. Um, let's see here. Todd Carter, Terry Kinney. All right. I did not research him. I just didn't have the time. I just. Yep. It's a hard week this week.
6: Does he look like uh Squiggy? Oh no, he looks like a I don't know.
4: Well, Lenny okay. and Squiggy together, like both of them in one person.
6: Yeah, maybe.
4: He's Liggy. <laughs> All these nice houses. Okay, so now we find out that Albright was not hired by Carter. And we put together that he was really hired by Terrell. And remember, Terrell picked up Washington also, Denzel. And and wanted to find out where Daphne is. It's always been about Terrell.
6: I knew that because you kept saying Terrell's name instead of Carter. So I knew something was up.
4: Yeah, that was dumb.
6: Now, is this like a bigger story about, is this a story about Los Angeles and corruption?
4: No, it's a story about Terrell the mayor's uh, deep, dark secret, his disgusting, gross thing that would ruin him.
6: That's what it is. Yeah. He liked the Fantasy Island movie. He thought Michael Peña did a good job.
4: And if that gets out, no one will respect him.
6: No one will show him the respect if they know about the Peña movie.
4: Now, what Easy gets out of this thing is another person who's like, I will give you, he says, I will give you $1,000 to find Daphne. And he's like, I'll take 200 up front. No, I'll take it in cash. Uh, let me let you hear a little. Okay. But
5: I'm willing to pay you to find her. Okay. $1,000. What? What? I'll take 200 right now. You know what? I think you're trying to take advantage of me. Let me inform you of something. The incumbent mayor, the chief of police, close personal friends of mine. They eat it my
3: $200 in my father's house. good, Mr. Carter, and they can help us find it.
6: Uh, do you what? accept monopoly money? No, I do not. Damn
3: it. I have back to write you out a check. Mr. Carter, why don't you start running for mayor?
1: I'll have Baxter, right Baxter write right. you. Why is
3: Matthew Terrell
6: looking for Daphne too? Baxter. He wants cashiers.
4: Now this I don't understand. Help me listen to this. He goes here. Take it all. Here,
6: take it all. Just
4: take it. The off. thousand. Is that right? That's what you hear too, right? Yeah. Because at the end of the film, he's gonna pay him again, and I thought he. But the very first time I watched it, I thought he it was—it was the two hundred plus.
6: Maybe he gave him two hundred and said, "Here, take it all."
4: Like yeah, that's that. right. I'm not clear about that. Does he have a thousand dollars in his pocket right now or two hundred? And it matters to like motivation. Up oh, here's the voiceover for Matthew Terrell, the man running for mayor against Carter. It is a
6: detective story. They are allowed to have narration.
4: Doesn't this sound like the Ghostbusters music? Frank
6: Green hijacked trucks hauling <laughs> Not the theme song. Not the theme song. Right? Oh, I don't during the
4: film. Bussing makes me feel good.
6: Too hot to handle, too cold to
4: hold. Carl calls the Ghostbusters
6: and gets on the phone.
4: Okay. What he's doing right now, he's got to find Daphne. So he knows that Frank Green is the way to find Daphne, right? Right. So what we're now going to see is a montage of, of scenes in which he shows up at a place that would buy liquor from Frank Green and says, Hey, Frank Green told me to come see you, Frank Green said so. And they're like, Sir, I don't know any Frank Green. Shut up. So he's going from place to place going, Come on, let's get Frank on the phone right now. You see how he's just like being an asshole? He doesn't yeah, replace. Right. He he's trying to get noticed by Frank Green. This guy's coming around and asking him. Right. That. He knows that Frank Green will be reaching out to him. I That's what a private Green. private
6: detective does that. You gotta keep hitting the accelerator button until somebody goes, All
4: right, stop. <laughs> now he comes home and it's acts chopper a tree chopper downer guy and he's like is easy easy ezekiel ezekiel and he's ignoring him he's trying to warn him there's a man in the house
6: um oh Trinkle. this is not tree related it's right very adjacent
5: what there's a man
4: so here's my thing why didn't he just go there's a man ezekiel no he just had to get his attention first right now,
6: well, he got to the point where he really is knocking the shit out of the guy. He, he got to the point where he didn't want to this talk to the
4: street is, chopper. This is Frank Green, and I didn't tell you about it, but all throughout the film, he's, like, he, he's great with a knife. That's what we keep learning about. Now he's got the knife. So if you were watching this without us, you would get that. It was like, oh no, he's <laughs> now he's got the knife.
6: We're too busy talking about Nick Danzig.
4: Now, yeah, that's right. Um, Moot Mouse is about to show up. He called really? for Mouse when Terrell came, uh, when Albright came to his house and was like muscling him. Get it, you, get the bourbon, you damn self, you know? Look, he's cut, but yeah. Mouse shows up. <laughs> now, Mouse real trigger happy. Ready to shoot this really? guy.
6: But this is his house. He's not going to shoot him in the house, is he? Don't shoot
4: him. Don't
3: shoot him.
6: Yeah, don't shoot him.
3: Look, maybe you don't know where she is, but hey,
4: we can help you. Damn,
6: if I had a knife to my neck, I I wouldn't even be able to talk.
4: Mouse, no. (laughs) Mouse, please don't kill this guy. Now, someone's calling on the phone, and Mouse is like, yeah, he'll have to call you back. (laughs) But you know who it is? It's Daphne. So they blew an opportunity. That was Daphne. Rich man willing
6: to pay he was. He is busy right
4: now. To to he is, but a rich man a is willing dollars. to pay $1,000 to talk to Daphne. Man. And she was on the phone. You get it? Frank. Right. Watch this. Watch this. He puts his gun away, we think. Right?
6: Uh-huh. <laughs> Why do you say we think?
4: Frank. We think because he's got another gun.
6: What the hell are you- <laughs> no! No! He out of the house. Damn
4: it! Damn it, Mouse! <laughs> <laughs> what he did is he just shot him. He grazed him on the shoulder, like uh-huh. to get him to talk kind of thing. I got blood on my coat. This is an expensive coat, Wait,
6: It's his house, there's blood in his house.
4: Now at this how point, explain, how do you explain
6: here. that during Passover? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's over for Thanksgiving.
4: That's right. you put, put the, the lamb's blood. Okay, so, yeah, that's it's right. Supposed to get passed over. So now he's changing his mind. Never mind. On, you can't I don't help
5: need me. Your
4: kind of help, mouse. I don't need your kind of help.
5: Look at you, man. cut a damn smile in your neck.
4: Now this is, know, is before boogie night. He was not a, a, a superstar. Regular
2: moving in my house five minutes and you done shot somebody already, mouse. Come
6: on, easy. Come in on this thing, man. Well, it's 1995. Everyone was so we're all so young back then.
4: But I mean, he would go on to be in the cinematic universe, and I'm just saying for the audience, this is pre. Oh, right. Pre, everyone knows you don't know Don Cheadle's name in this. You're like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I see that. I guy.
6: think uh, Boogie Nights. He was really good, and I think that. Yeah. I think got a lot of notice off of that.
4: Yeah, that I wouldn't say made him, but yes. Why is he not jumping up here? I just had him. easy. Oh, here he is. Um, Well, we you know, can you name
6: the movie we saw him in on our show? No. One of his first roles was the burger guy at the end of Moving Violations. All the cars go through the drive-in, and he goes, here's your order. Here's your order, even though, like, all these cars get rammed through.
4: Okay. So... I don't... Hamburger Hill, Rocket, uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, Rose, The Legend of Earl the... I don't know. But then was Boogie Nights and Bulworth.
6: Bulworth. Yeah, the movie was terrible.
4: (laughs) I enjoyed it. But anyway, after that, he's after Boogie Nights, he skyrocketed. He was in the Ocean's Eleven trilogy. And, you know, he ended up eventually in Iron Man 2. And and we know him from... The cinematic universe.
6: I haven't watched, the, I have, I'm not up to speed, but I think his character was an alien all along. Uh-huh. It was a scroll.
4: Okay, so what's happened now is they went over to that uh, r- rich guy. He's dead. Uh, and like they want to pin the murder of Coretta and the rich. What's Frank, Frank Green? No, not Frank Green. Uh uh mcgee richard mcgee
6: oh richard mcgee yeah
4: we found him dead coretta's dead so now they're gonna book him on double murders and he's basically like give me 24 hours to clear my name because they know he didn't really do it if he could find the real guy is what he's proposing to them so now oh, well, they're I listening third act he's got 24 hours to clear his name cool <laughs> okay now as you know he found the cigarettes at he knows that junior killed mcgee he thinks okay so that's his next stop
6: well who says is this junior or who, who just pulled up
4: uh oh. no it's definitely not Junior. oh wait oh it's not uh, oh sorry 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 He's like, We're, they're going to see Junior right now. Like, we know you killed him. I've been watching, and I think these cheese need to get chopped. It's so stupid. I'm
6: not he held, he saved his life. He said, "There's a guy on your
4: porch." Right. He said ted- he didn't really save his life, but he didn't. He didn't get any respect for trying to warn him. You're right. Yeah. Look how everything's so clean and pristine. It's so okay, Hollywood. It, it's cool. Number, it's on the bottom left. There was dirt. Did you see it? Look how yeah. look, this is a real This is a real location. Look,
6: I know it's cool, but they, they made it. So it looks like the forties
4: or whatever. <clears throat> uh, what I meant to say is I was look how it's all peeled. Maybe they yeah. didn't redo make this whole thing. It's a,
6: that there are locations like this in Los Angeles.
4: Okay, so maybe it is. Okay, basically, it's Junior. Oh, hey, Mouse. Well, they know each other from Houston. It's part of the backstory that I haven't been conveying. Right. There's this story about, like, Mouse got him involved and he did absolutely murdered somebody's relative. And I'm not telling you the backstory because it kind of doesn't matter. He's an old friend and a criminal come to help easy. Now they're basically accusing him. You killed McGee. But we find out, go ahead. How did the cigarettes get there? He he drove him home. The guy got soused drunk. And so he drove him home as a favor to the club and put him in the house. And then, like, some people were there, and the real killers, he basically dropped his cigarettes as he left kind of thing. Uh. Sit down. We want to talk with his gold teeth. (laughs) So... He he was given a letter from Coretta to deliver to Daphne from this guy, and that and he dropped him off. Okay, I already told you the backstory. We're now going to go to the um, the husband or or boyfriend. Remember that Coretta was cheating on, and uh-huh. uh, basically find Coretta's Bible. That's oh. And that's and the big secret. Along
6: with the letter, yeah. And it says, "John Carter is a terrible man."
4: <laughs> no, Terrell is the terrible man. It has oh. pictures of Terrell with little boys. Oh,
6: yeah. So, who's the devil in the blue dress? Is that Jessica Beals?
4: Yeah, but she's not a devil. But yes.
6: Well, I mean, it's a song, too. You know, you can't say woman who wears a blue dress, woman with a blue dress on. <laughs>
4: She's not a bad guy, but she is. It's complicated.
6: Air quotes devil with the air quotes devil with the blue dress on.
4: What a good movie this is in terms of its Hollywood style, like what we just saw out their window. It's like you're really I back mean, in time. You
6: know, you, you say it's Hollywood, but it also kind of just celebrates Los Angeles, like, to get to see, like, a view, you know, like, a honest, try to, as honest view of what it looked like at the time.
4: Yeah. Uh, I don't know that it's an honest view, but it's. You saw you know the I mean? houses. Well, we saw what they think it looks like. You know what I mean? Like, we saw kids playing in the street and I don't know. Yeah. It's not a historic.
6: No, it's, it's not, not. But, a... it, you know. It's sincere, it's grounded.
4: Yeah, it puts you there.
6: <clears throat>
4: Basically, it's like, I can't believe someone would want to kill her like that. And he's going to say stuff like, I knew she, you know, like, he. you remember, he cheated with her. right? So he's right in front of her and he, he's going, uh, she never wanted anybody but me. And he's crying and he's looking at him like, uh, am I gonna he didn't
6: know that, that, that he was the last guy he slept with. Yeah. Which she, slept with,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Demi was going to direct this. He liked it so much. But he was the one to make the choice to defer uh, to uh, Carl Franklin. And also, he produced it. Jonathan Demi produced
6: it. Oh, very cool. Demi passed away. Yeah. Carl Franklin. I, I haven't seen all his films, to be honest. I, I saw the the woman Billy Bob Thornton from the 90s. So mm-hmm. the Rattle Theater.
4: I saw talking heads stop making. Oh, that's
6: that's Jonathan Demi. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> looks like good food, mostly the booze.
4: So now we're saying the cops told him that my baby fought. I, I'll let you hear his broken. Okay. <clears throat> I can't sleep.
5: I can't act i still keep seeing her face that morning before i went to work junior had just came by the, the house and he come running out carrying her bible Say, um the bible keep this for me baby
4: now he knows that might be what they're looking uh, for
5: police won't even let me go in the other
4: house oh Carl, have you heard about the good news <laughs> go understand. shout it on the mountain mike
6: i just want to ask you listen if you're not a good christian you don't have to talk to me i mean that's fine
4: <laughs> if you're content to be in it with an eternal damnation i'll just leave you alone i don't want to bother you
6: look here i put it in the uh dresser drawer of, of your next hotel visit why'd you take a look
4: easy like um Mouse is like, drink up, drink up. The big drink. Now look how much he drank. Now he's totally unconscious. So what did they have the opportunity to do? Find this Bible. So he's searching for the Bible and he will find it.
6: Yeah, meanwhile, God's above shaking his head.
4: There it is, a Bible. The so Bibble. now, in the Bible, he finds letters and pictures. The letter of that Cloretta had it was basically to. I mean, this guy of course would lose the race immediately, and
6: sure, if this secret got out, Carl, mm-hmm. it would be the end of Terrell.
4: Oh, are you doing him? <laughs>
6: <laughs> There's always some it, guy it, who says that. See oh, the look-
4: kiss. Now I think the director Whoa. really hit us over the head with that. Whoa, boy, is you crazy or is you drunk? I'm
8: not drunk. Run me, drunk? Where are they go?
6: Oh, he's taking mouse with him. You're not drunk, me.
8: Drunk? You
5: right?
1: Oh, we'll
5: see who's drunk.
1: I
6: watch it no project. <laughs> How many guns do you have on your mouth? Yeah.
5: This fool want to call me out. he ain't even got no gun i I kill that I'm Go. You I'm be really
3: scared. Yeah, every time you walk into a room. Better be scared. God damn, I'll kill him. He will. If, if he ain't out, you better tell him.
4: <laughs> don't kill him. He's talking about getting out of getting shot here. So it's like a very intense scene, you know? Right.
6: The drunk (laughs) dude.
4: He just keeps pointing guns at whoever. Now their attention's on him. So he's got him. Look at his eyes are closing. Yeah. Now imagine his finger just goes click.
6: Well, that's the dangerous part. (laughs) There we go. Put gun away.
4: So, Denzel has left him stranded.
6: Just those guys with the guns.
4: Now you can see why, like, Claretta got killed and...